that time of the day, yes, when we settle down for the little program we call <laughs> As the Sun Sets. My name is Father Emil, and I know that many of you are driving home from work now, stuck in the traffic, wishing that you were home already. Some of you are already at home, sitting with your Bibles in your hands or your breviaries. You've lit your little candle, and we come to the end of the day when we simply want to be with the Lord for this half hour, praying the beautiful psalms of the church, of the scriptures, and thanking God for the gift of this day and asking God's blessing upon this evening. Thanking God for all the wonderful things we've enjoyed today, people we've met, maybe God's forgiveness for the times we've said things or done things which have not brought happiness to people. So it's the time of the day when we just settle down and spend a few moments with the Lord. So a very warm welcome to you, to the program, As the Sun Sets. Well, let's ask the Lord to be with us now as we pray. O God, come to our aid. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, as now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Isn't he beautiful, beautiful, isn't he Prince of
The Lord is my light and my help. Whom shall I fear? Psalm 26, a psalm of trust in time of affliction. The Lord is my light and my help. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Before whom shall I shrink? When evildoers draw near to devour my flesh, it is they, my enemies and foes, who stumble and fall. Though an army encamp against me, my heart would not fear. And though war break out against me, even then would I trust. There is one thing I ask of the Lord, and for this I long, to live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, and to savour the sweetness of the Lord, and to behold his temple. For there he keeps me safe in his tent in the day of evil. He hides me in the shelter of his tent. On a rock he sets me safe. And now my head shall be raised above my foes who surround me, and I shall offer within his tent a sacrifice of joy. I will sing and make music for the Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The Lord is my light and my help. Whom shall I fear? It is your face, O Lord, that I seek. Hide not your face. O Lord, hear my voice when I call. Have mercy and answer. Of you my heart has spoken. Seek his face. It is your face, O Lord, that I seek. Hide not your face. Dismiss not your servant in anger. You have been my help. Do not abandon or forsake me, O God, my help. And though father and mother forsake me, the Lord will receive me. Instruct me, Lord, in your way. On an even path, lead me. When they lie in ambush, protect me from my enemy's greed. False witnesses rise against me, breathing out fury. I am sure I shall see the Lord's goodness in the land of the living. Hope in him, hold firm and take heart. Hope in the Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. It is your face, O Lord, that I seek. Hide not your face. He is the firstborn of all creation. He is supreme over all creatures. Let us give thanks to the Father who has qualified us to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. He has delivered us from the dominion of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved Son in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. 
He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For in him all things were created, in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible. All things were created through him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. He is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in everything he might be preeminent. For in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood of his cross. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. He is the firstborn of all creation. He is supreme over all creatures. And now our Gospel reading this evening is taken from the Gospel according to John, chapter 8, verses 31 to 42. To the Jews who believed in him, Jesus said, If you make my word your home, you will indeed be my disciples. You will learn the truth, and the truth will make you free. And they answered, We are descended from Abraham, and we have never been the slaves of anyone. What do you mean, you will be made free? And Jesus replied, I tell you most solemnly, everyone who commits sin is a slave. Now the slave's place in the house is not assured. But the Son's place is assured. And so if the Son makes you free, you, you will be free indeed. I know that you are descended from Abraham, but in spite of that you want to kill me because nothing I say has penetrated into you. What I for my part speak of is what I have seen with my Father, but you you put into action the lessons learned from your father. And they repeated, Our father is Abraham. And Jesus said to them, Well, if you were Abraham's children, you would do as Abraham did. As it is, you want to kill me when I tell you the truth, as I have learnt it from God. And that is not what Abraham did. What you are doing is what your father does. We were not born of prostitution, they went on. We have one father, God. And Jesus answered, If God were your father, you would love me. And since I have come here from God, 
Yes, I have come from him. Not that I came because I chose. No, I was sent. And by him. So I guess you can begin to feel the tension rising between Jesus and the Jews. Some of the people believed in him, others didn't believe in him, and so on. And once again, as we listen to the gospel, we see this coming from above and from below. If we are um, slaves, then we are uh, slaves. because uh, uh, Everyone who commits sin is a slave, and so on. And, and Jesus is promising freedom. And Jesus is saying that I have come from the Father and whatever I do is, is what the Father has asked me to do and so on. So he speaks a lot about his Father. So this kind of talk that Jesus is engaging in now with the, uh, the Jews and the scribes and the Pharisees and so on is a kind of uh, discussion, a dialogue that's going on, which ultimately is going to be leading to the death of Jesus. And so that's why we are moving through the season of Lent and moving towards Holy Week and ultimately the death of Jesus and his resurrection. But lying deep within the words we've heard today is the truth that Jesus has come from the Father, and not that he chose to come, but that he was sent. So you remember a couple of days ago, I was speaking about being with the Father, that communion with the Father, which Jesus engaged in, and then on the other side of the spectrum, the other end of the spectrum, is the mission, I was sent, the missio, the mission of the church. And so Jesus says, it's not that I chose to come, no, I was sent and by him. So we have Jesus acknowledging his mission and that he has been sent by the Father. And he's saying, if Jesus says, if God were your father, because they were saying that, you know, God is their father. And Jesus says, no, if God were your father, you would love me. And since I have come here from God, yes, I have come from him. So there we have this, this um, the truth that Jesus is talking about. I have come from him. I have come from the father. Now, we need to be open to the words of Jesus, to the, 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 the very depths of the words of Jesus, to get right into the heart of what Jesus is saying. And at the beginning of the gospel today, Jesus says, if you make my word your home, you will indeed be my disciples. You will learn the truth, and the truth will make you free. So then we have Jesus talking about freedom and saying the truth will make you free. But what he's really asking us to do is to make his word our home. And I think that's one reason why our Holy Father, Pope Francis, is so often speaking about the scriptures and saying, always carry around in your pocket a little booklet of the scriptures, of the gospels. Read them frequently. And why? So that the word of Jesus might be our home, that we will take the word of Jesus and really make it our own. The trouble with the Jews that Jesus was talking to here is that they didn't make his words their own. They, they heard him talking and the word was, so, so to speak, out there. And what he's saying now is, 
while they are, while the, 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 the Jews were all talking about Abraham as their father and all the rest of it, and Jesus is saying, well, he, he was your father, then, then, uh, um, then he would also be um, uh, my father and our father and so on. So what he's saying here is take the word of Jesus, make it your own, read the words of the scriptures over and over again. And as we read the scriptures today and this gospel here today, yeah, we can talk about Abraham and so on. And uh, they repeated, Abraham is our father. And Jesus said, well, if Abraham, if you were Abraham's children, you would do as Abraham did and so on. Let's try and take the word of Jesus, make it our own, our own. If you make my word your home, says Jesus, you will indeed be my disciples. So if we want to be disciples of Jesus, let's take his words and reflect on them frequently. And we'll find that there's lots to think about, lots to reflect on, and words which will bring us to freedom. And Jesus says that you will learn the truth if my word is, if you make your home in my word, you will learn the truth and the truth will make you free. That's our faith and our trust in Jesus. Why? Just because Jesus is a wonderful preacher? No, not at all. It's because Jesus is the face of God. Jesus is the incarnation of God in the world in which we live. So if we want to hear God's word, we listen to Jesus and we are open to Jesus and what he says to us. And notice what he says to the Jews. He says, if God were your father, you would love me. Do we love Jesus? Is God our Father? I have come from God. Yes, I have come from him. Not that I came because I chose, but because I was sent. And so when we see ourselves in our relationship with Jesus, remember he also said, you haven't chosen me. I chose you and I have sent you out to bear fruit, fruit that will last. Those are the words of Jesus. So don't think that you made the decision to become a disciple of Jesus, that you were so important in just being a disciple. No, it is the fact that Jesus chose you. And that's the, the deep, deep, mysterious truth that Jesus chose you to be his disciple. And so let's thank the Lord for choosing us despite all our shortcomings and failings and weaknesses. He's chosen us and he has sent us. What an incredible mission we have. What an incredible vocation we have just to be the presence of Jesus in the world today. We need to know him. We need to be his ambassadors. We need to make his word our home, make our home in his word. And so let's frequently just dip into the scriptures and spend the time with the Lord. Now, when you read the scriptures, don't think you've got to read a whole long passage like the gospel of today. No, just take a few words of the scriptures. That's a very practical advice. If you make my word your home, you will indeed be my disciples. <laughs> you know, those are very simple words. And if we try and repeat those words over and over again, and we say to ourselves, Jesus has said, if you make my word your home, you will indeed be my disciples. Lord, I want to be your disciple. I want to be your brother. Help me to take your words and make them my own. That's what the Lord is asking of us. And that's what I encourage you to do today as we listen to these words. Let's not get too involved in all the 
long gospels and the intricacies of what is being said here, let's make our home in his word. And then Jesus says, you will be free indeed. I said, Lord, have mercy on me. Heal my soul, for I have sinned against you. I said, Lord, have mercy on me. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. I said, Lord, have mercy on me. Why do you want to kill me when I tell you the truth? And Mary said, My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Saviour. For he has looked with favour on his lowly servant, and from this day all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me. Holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm, he has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and has sent the rich away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel for he has remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Jesus said, Why do you want to kill me when I tell you the truth? Now God our Father knows all the needs of his people, but he wants us to give first place to his kingdom. So let us proclaim his greatness in our prayer. May your kingdom come in all its justice, Lord. Holy Father, you gave us Christ as the shepherd of our souls. May your people always have priests who care for them with his great love. Grant that Christians will prove brothers and sisters to the sick. Show them the features of your Son in the faces of those who suffer and help those who do not believe in the gospel to come into your church. Build it up in love to manifest your goodness everywhere. And Father, we know that we are sinners and we acknowledge that fact. Grant us your forgiveness and reconcile us with your church. May the dead enter eternal life may they abide with you forever. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. God of mercy, 
shed your light on hearts that have been purified by penance, and in your goodness give us a favourable hearing when you move us to pray. We make our prayer in the name of Jesus Christ our Lord. And now may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit come down upon you and remain with you always. A lovely, lovely hymn there. We are here to praise you. And it comes from an album called Power Praise. And that brings us to the end of our evening prayer. It's been just lovely being with you. And remember what I said today. Let's just take the word of the Lord and spend a moment 
And maybe we don't have all the ins and outs and the uh, theology and the scriptural, uh, the abilities of being able to do exegesis and all the, all the rest of it. Let's simply take the word of the Lord and say, Lord, help me to take your word into my heart. Help me to make your word my home, to just dwell in you and with you. Simple words like that. Let the scriptures be the springboard to a deeper relationship with the Lord. So that's my prayer for you and for all of us. And today, as this evening prayer comes to the end, I would suggest you take the gospel today, read it again, read it over and over, and just let the words find an echo in your heart. And thank the Lord for speaking to us. And let's ask him to forgive us our sins and to make us really free to know him and to love him and to be with him. So that's where we leave it for this evening. It's been great being with you. I'll be back with you again tomorrow morning at six o'clock. So from me, Father Emil, it's good night. God bless you and have a restful evening.